Let me tell you about Zebra. Uh, the Zebra it shows you that insurance can be complicated, but Zebra is there to untangle all of it. Insurance finally feels like it's in black and white. No more confusion, just honest rates from real companies with the zebra.com, the nation's leading insurance comparison site for car and home insurance. They can help you save money and it's really easy. Go to the zebra.com, answer a few questions and compare accurate insurance quotes for free. And don't worry, the zebra protects your personal information and make sure there's no hidden fees or surprises along the way. And the best part, you can secure your insurance from the zebra.com over the phone or from one of their licensed insurance agents. Uh, it's thezebra.com. How much money can you save on your car or home insurance? Visit thezebra.com slash Beck. That's the Z-E-B-R-A dot com slash Beck. Thezebra.com slash Beck for insurance in black and white. Hello, America, and welcome to the program. Hey, everybody, it's free college. Unless you already paid for yours. Then it's just free college for all of the people who are... This is the most elitist thing I have ever heard. And it's coming your way, all thanks to an executive order with possibly the new president of the United States, Mr. Joseph Robinette Biden. Oh, don't we love him? Don't we love him? Also, uh, we're going to take a look at what's happening with the recount and the voting machines. Today, uh, we've got an expert on on the voting machines and a guy who has actually, mm, I don't know, read the manual of the voting machines. And apparently, everything you need to know is right in the manual. All that and more this hour. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We begin in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about Relief Factor. I'm... Uh, I'm an evangelical when it comes to products I believe in that goes double when the product in question has a big impact on my life. And I really believe can have an impact on your life like relief factor. I had terrible pain all the time. I really thought I was never going to be able to paint again, which I just love. Um, I never thought I'd be able to handwrite, which I love. I mean, everybody makes fun of me because I like pens and paper uh, and I like to handwrite things. But. I thought those days were over because my hands and my arms were in so much pain. Well, now, what do you do? Either live with it or you struggle with it every day or you just keep trying things. Well, the last thing I tried was relief factor. And I was really skeptical at first. Uh, my wife basically made me try it. She was, uh, I was tired of the things that didn't work. I, was I had no more hope left. Relief Factor worked for me, and almost three years later, it continues to work. If you want your life back, give it a try. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Why would you do that unless it works? ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com. Or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. It's ReliefFactor.com. Factor. 
From the New York Times, I'm Michael Barbaro, and this is The Daily. Today, the presidential election occurred two full weeks ago, but now there are questions of voter fraud. My colleague, Sohan Overy Polup, on the claims of deception, vote harvesting, and the manipulation of our democracy, which is a democracy and not a republic. It's Tuesday, November 17th. Sohan, I think by now everyone understands that the election is over and Joe Biden won. That's right. The president of the United States is selected by a winding process in which votes are tabulated in each individual state, and then electoral votes are assigned. But that's not the final step. Uh, No. Uh, The most important step happens in between, when the New York Times tells everyone who won. So what you're saying is that the New York Times is really the one who picks the president. That's exactly right. And this has been litigated in the courts and found to be completely morally, unquestionably correct. Fascinating. That's exactly right. The founders outlined this in a document called the Constitution, Mm. which they wrote in between a series of slave auctions. So, Sohan, many believe there was fraud in the election. Is that true? Yes, Michael, uh, it is true. Mm. I'm sorry, is that a question? or? Mm. But was, was there any evidence of this fraud? Right, well... But there is a lot of evidence, um, and that starts with... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm hearing music. Is that a music bed? I was in the middle of answering. I, should, I, should I start again? I don't, I don't know how this works. So what you're saying is there was no evidence of fraud. No, no, there was, there was a lot of evidence of fraud. Uh, we know the results show that Joe Biden won the election, fair and square, no questions asked. Mm -hmm. But as we looked at the numbers, we found disturbing patterns in which it seems like Republican senators and House members won many of their races. Mm. In fact, it seems like overall, Republican candidates did really well. Hmm. So what you're saying is there was fraud but not in the presidential race. That's exactly right. Our investigation found that Republicans were able to steal enough elections to give Democrats the most narrow majority in the history of the House and for Republicans to possibly hold on to the Senate. So what you're saying is all of the votes that were cast for Republicans were fraudulent? That's exactly right. So, Sohan, what else did you find in your investigation? Well, Michael, there's another side to this story. Hmm. Is it a 
conservative side? No, no, it is, no, it is mm. not. Mm. We know Biden won without any question, and all votes for Republicans were fraudulent. But we don't yet have a punishment for Trump voters that is painful enough to be appropriate. Mm. So what you're saying is people who voted for Donald Trump should be peacefully injured in some way? In a, in a very painful way, yes. Hmm. So physical, peaceful violence is the only solution? Well, it's the best solution, but it's not the only solution. Democratic lawmakers are considering several different proposals. Proposals. Hmm. It just seems like a strange time for a bet. I was, I was about to list the proposals. And... This is fascinating, Sohan. Okay. Uh, so I'll just start again. Mm. Then, mm. okay, okay. Uh, mm. One one thing under consideration mm. is: Are you oh. are you okay? Mm. Is this Jeffrey Tubit or? Mm. Oh, okay. One thing mm. under consideration is automatic prison time for tweeting something conservative. Oh, oh. So what you're saying is. <laughs> There would be automatic prison time for tweeting something conservative? That is literally the exact same thing I just said. I don't... Mm. Mm, interesting. Uh, also, lawmakers are considering a proposal dealing with violent riots. We're talking and, about mostly peaceful protests. Uh, that's right. For example, one proposal states that if a protester burns down an auto zone or a Wendy's or a Target and just burns it to the ground, that protester would then own that auto zone or Wendy's or Target. So what you're saying is one proposal states that if a protester burns an auto zone or a Wendy's or a Target to the ground, uh, that protester would then own that AutoZone or Wendy's or Target. That's exactly right. Largely because you just, again, repeated the exact thing that I said. Mm. Is that your job? Is that what you do for this show? I mean, oh. it's the number one podcast in America, and you just repeat all the questions and say, Oh. And then I have to say that's ex mm. exactly right afterwards. A fascinating way to, to really uh, end the Trump era. Well, well I would just... I, 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 I just want to say that mm. these proposals that, that we were ta talking about are very important. And it is important that anyone who burns down a Target or an AutoZone or a Wendy's and becomes owner also gets that Target or AutoZone or Wendy's rebuilt at, at the cost of the company. And, and then, of course, they have to also pay to staff the uh, operation and, and, and also pay all the people and and then the person would wouldn't get all the revenue when they burned it down. So I think it's important that we do that and also get the business owner to be held as a prisoner by the protester inside a torture dungeon built at taxpayer expense. What a fascinating, fascinating idea. Thank is you. it is it true mine, but that the you. Trump era sounds like Trump error? <laughs> like the era was an era or an error i mean could we make bumper stickers and t-shirts with that slogan on it that's indubitably correct sohan overy 
polyp. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Here's what else you need to know today. Local officials in Ohio are considering a proposal to deal with the influx of non-transgendered students attending classes in a gender-specific clothing. Soon, teachers will be empowered to guide young children as young as six through extensive surgery and therapy to correct their gender-normative wrong-think. Plus, they'll be empowered to enroll children who resist into re-education camps. And as we all know, kids love camps. That's it for The Daily. I'm Michael Barbaro. See you tomorrow. Our sponsor this half hour is MyPillow. You've heard me talk about MyPillow for a while and how it changed my life. Uh, I met Mike Lindell, MyPillow's inventor, and he got me pointed in the right direction to which pillow was the right pillow for me. I've been raving about them ever since. The pillows don't go flat. You just stick your your hands and you kind of like fist and you just punch them in the middle and they refluff and they don't go flat. I don't know what they do. I don't know how they make them. It's some sort of zombie magic, I'm telling you right now. And you can wash and dry them constantly. And most importantly, they're made here in the USA. If you don't own a MyPillow or you know somebody who, uh, you know, who doesn't, now is the time to buy. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium MyPillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a standard or a queen premium pillow for only $29.98, originally almost $70. Bucks. It's a $40 savings. King-size pillows are only $5 more. Mike is also extending his 60-day money-back guarantee, giving you until March 1st, 2021, to see for yourself. That way, if you give it to somebody as a gift, they can return it if they don't, if they don't love it. But they will. It's MyPillow. MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials. You'll not only find the amazing offer that I just talked about, but also deep discounts on all other MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets. MyPillow mattress topper and the MyPillow towel sets. So enter the promo code BECK today or call 800-966-3117, 800-966-3117 for these great radio specials. 10 seconds, station ID. So I want to talk to you a little bit about the Dominion voting system. Uh, It is responsible for voter fraud is what people are saying. Some are saying that there's nothing. But the people who first pointed this out were Democrats. Elizabeth Warren was one of them. Go ahead. Try to just tweet her testimony. You'll be flagged for some sort of fake news. Well, wait a minute. Were the Democrats lying a year ago? To set this all up in case they lost. So are they lying now? By saying that there's not a problem or were they lying then when they said there was a problem? I'm not sure. But this is one of the reasons we have to ask these questions, especially as Georgia heads into a critical runoff race on January 5th. Georgia is one of the states that rushed implementing this new voting system. From November 2019, 
The company faces intense scrutiny in Georgia, one of the most competitive states in the nation entering the election featuring Donald Trump and two U.S. Senate seats on the ballot. The challenge for Dominion is to seamlessly introduce computer-printed paper ballots in a state criticized last year over allegations of vote flipping, missing voter registration, precinct closures, long lines, and voter purges. What Georgia is trying to do basically blows my mind. This is an election official's uh, an election official at the Colorado Secretary of State's office. His state adopted the Dominion system in 2016. He said we had two and a half years to do it, and it was challenging. In Georgia, they're going to do it in eight months. So there's the first thing. Dominion won the contract in Georgia, not because it was the best voting system, but because it was the cheapest. It was $107 million for an election contract. And it was it was not the best, according to all score sheets from six state evaluators. But they went with it. Anyone anyway, Texas denied Dominion three times, kind of like the Democrats denied God. Three. There's uh, <laughs> there is mainstream reporting that Dominion was glitchy in Georgia. I'm quoting election officials in Georgia still have no explanation for a technological glitch that created voting problems in two Georgia counties on the morning of November 3rd. A local election supervisor said nine days later, the supervisor, uh, Marsha uh, uh, Ridley of the Spalding County Board of Elections, had initially attributed the problem to a vendor's 11th hour update to the equipment. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Michael Barbaro. But log files for the devices, electronic poll books that poll workers use to sign voters in at precincts, show that no such update occurred to the devices the night before Election Day. Ridley said in a statement to Politico on Thursday, however, she said that she stands by her previous statements last week that a representative for the election technology vendor Dominion Voting Systems told her the office uh, told her at the office that it had updated some kind of update the night before the election, and that has created the glitch. A spokesperson for the Secretary of State's office has not responded to multiple inquiries seeking further details about the problem and what caused it. Dominion would also not say what the problem was or answer any questions about what the company did to fix the issue. Shouldn't this be answered? Shouldn't we just know? Shouldn't, isn't this important? Even if it doesn't change the results of the election, the most important state in the union in the next, what, five weeks is going to be Georgia. Even national and state Democrats had concerns about Dominion in 2019. In a December 2019 letter to Dominion Voting Systems, which had been mired in controversy after human error involving its machines in Antrim County, Michigan, resulted in incorrect counts, Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren, Ron Wyden, and Amy Klobuchar also, Congressman Mike Pocon warned about reports of machines switching votes, undisclosed vulnerabilities, and improbable results that threaten the integrity of our elections. If these people felt there was such a problem in 2019, shouldn't they be asked if they still are concerned? It, 
were they lying then to set this up? Were they lying then just to set this up so if they lost, they could say what they're now blaming Donald Trump for saying? Or did they actually believe it? We need to know. Six, the election security experts also had concerns as reported by PBS. They've set up a complicated system, which is centralized and doesn't seem to have any safeguards. Another report from PBS, but election experts working for the plaintiffs in the lawsuit against the state have uncovered several troubling issues. Alex Halderman looked closely at the QR codes where the votes are encoded for the scanner. By analyzing the structure of the QR codes, I've been able to learn that there is nothing that stops an attacker from just duplicating one, and the duplicate would count the same as the original barcode. This investigation went on. PBS was concerned. But now that we're concerned, it's a conspiracy theory? The last reason we have to look into these is because polls show now that we don't trust our election process. Knowing that our elections are safe, secure, and fair is what keeps America, America, and not Liberia or Russia. It is vital to the future of our republic that we ask the questions to stamp out any kind of doubt and let the chips fall where they may. Now, Dominion yesterday confirmed the Clinton Foundation donation. They confirmed the Pelosi staffer tie. But then they denied a few other things. They denied that they had servers in Germany. Okay, it looks like they may not have servers in Germany, but they do have offices in Germany. They say that there is no back door to this system. They say that their system is is really good and didn't make the errors and you can't really do the things that Donald Trump is saying. Well, we wanted to bring a tech expert in who who started just reading the manual for the Dominion voting booth and you'll never guess what he found in the manual next. This is the Glenn Beck program. All right. Trying to make it to the breakout lane in the middle of morning traffic. Not the best time to suddenly realize, oh, man, uh, I don't have any coverage for whatever it is that has made my engine start smoking beneath the hood. That check engine light that came on a few weeks ago should have been a pretty good indicator. Uh, But uh, you didn't do it because you didn't have the money. And I get it. There's no good time for that check engine light to go on. It's time for you to get car shield. When it comes to safeguarding your car against disasters that might come your way, the number one place to turn to is CarShield. They have customizable monthly plans with low rates. You have the freedom to choose whether you have your car worked on by your own mechanic or the dealership, and they'll deal with them directly so you don't have to worry about any of it. CarShield has helped over a million customers. Don't dread the car repairs. Get coverage today. See why CarShield cars go further. Call 800-665-2157. 800-665-2157. It's carshield.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save 10%. carshield.com. Promo code BECK. Deductible may apply. 
And you can go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. They're still keeping the 30 bucks off deal going on right now. blazetv.com slash Glenn. Jeff Brown is a uh, frequent guest on this program when it comes to technology. He's the founder and chief investment analyst for Brownstone Research. He's the editor of The Bleeding Edge. Uh, and I've kind of asked him to step out of his expertise in some ways. He's not an expert on voting machines, but he is a tech expert. He spent 25 years as high technology executive. He's worked with Qual- uh, Qualcomm, uh, NXP, Semiconductors, also Juniper Networks. And I asked him uh, on Friday, tell me about the Dominion voting system. So he's gone to work over the weekend and over the last few days, and he's been doing his homework and uh, and looking for the the odds of this being us being able to easily compromise the Dominion system. Jeff Brown joins us now. Hello, Jeff. How are you? Hi, good morning. So you went, you started just using the user's manual. You went and read the, God bless you, man. You went and read the user's manual. Well, it's, it's not very exciting reading, but it's a great place to start. Um, uh, obviously, it's, uh, it's accessible directly from uh, Dominion, and we can see how the company uh, essentially uh, manages uh, the voting machine and, of course, uh, the security of uh, the election process uh, through its own technology. And uh, it also uh, goes to pretty detailed lengths to um, identify <laughs> how much risk is actually involved um, in its own system, which uh, might seem counterintuitive. Uh, yeah. So, first of all, is can you access the voting machines easily? Can somebody from the outside with nefarious intent access these? Uh, so the, the answer to that is absolutely. Um, now, there's some caveats. Uh, one is, is if we're talking about someone that's remote and not um, at the uh, uh, election or the polling center, um, uh, the machine would obviously have to be connected. And uh, as we learned um, in several instances, they were connected to the Internet. So if that, mm. uh, in a situation like that, uh, people would be able to access uh, these machines with the right uh, credentials. Now, what's interesting, though, is that um, these machines are just like any computer that you or I would have. Uh, they have uh, what's called an administrative password. And uh, uh, people that uh, are in charge of managing these machines at the polling centers um, have access, uh, essentially administrative access to the machines. Anyone that has uh, the keys or the password uh, to gain administrative access uh, has the ability to modify, delete, alter, uh, change uh, election results. But how, how hard would that be? Uh, not hard at all. Um, in fact, uh, you know, as we look, as I uh, reviewed uh, the security of the platform, uh, uh, Dominion outlines in its user manual uh, that uh, with access, um, a user uh, would have the ability to, uh, for example, tamper with the device configuration. They can tamper with election result files. They can uh, audit or change or manipulate uh, the audit logs of the Dominion system. Uh, they can even tamper with transmitted election results. 
so they can give one thing uh, uh, to the the, the uh, Federal Election uh, Committee and uh, alter uh, the data that's uh, actually uh, on the uh, Dominion system. Now, what I found that was very interesting uh, is that the mitigation for many of these security vulnerabilities were to uh, implement, I'll quote, implement the proper process for access control for memory card handling and unit storage. So the solution (laughs) was simply for uh, humans, uh, i.e. people that were working at these polling centers, to protect the memory card, which is easily accessible on the side of the machine. So, wait, so could, could you take the memory card, change it, and put it back, or could you swap it out with a preloaded memory card? Both. The, the only security mechanism to secure the memory card is one of those small little plastic strings that is supposed to provide evidence that there hasn't been any tampering. But you can simply cut that off, take out the memory card, you could even switch the memory card and put a new um, kind of tamper-proof plastic uh, 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 string uh, back onto uh, the Dominion uh, system. Uh, it would be very easy to take one memory card out, put another one in. It would be easy to take uh, out a memory card, alter the data and the information on the card uh, before it was transmitted uh, for uh, final tabulations. So can you, can you double votes or change or flip votes easily? Can you just go into the software and, and do those things? Yeah, so uh, again, anyone that would have uh, administrative access to the Dominion machine uh, could easily do what you just suggested. And there's another mechanism um, uh, that could also be used. After all, this is a software platform, and uh, the ability to, uh, for example, uh, weight a vote. So uh, for every uh, one vote that's cast for one candidate, uh, two votes could actually be tabulated. Uh, Wait. And uh, a fraction of votes. Why would you have that? Well, there's only one reason would be to manipulate the the voting results. Um, Dominion Systems, I think, as you probably know, are used in some pretty uh, nefarious countries where um, legal elections are... Is this uh, in the owner's manual that you can set it to count one for two? No, this is just um, an example of what you can do with uh, programming the machine. But we read, as we saw, um, uh, in the... um, uh, that, uh, you know, it's been referred to as uh, software glitches or mm-hmm. a malfunction or suddenly these machines uh, stopped counting. Um, uh, obviously, um, uh, a simple explanation, the most simple explanation could be that uh, obviously the software was being tampered with or uh, different software was being used uh, to uh, to change the, re- the voting results. All right. So th- th- we have a motive. We have means. It could be done. But we don't have any evidence that anything was done. Um, 
at all. So we're kind of going this in the in through the back way. We're saying do they have means, motive and opportunity? Yes to all those things. However, that doesn't mean a crime has been committed. Is there any way to easily go and look at these machines and audit and know? I mean, usually when you'll make a change to software, you make you you, you leave a trail. Yes, that's right. And so the answer is is yes. Uh the right thing to do, the right thing to do to get definitive proof would be to do a full software audit uh, of the software on the machines in these uh, swing states, you know, where um, uh, the, the voter fraud is um, heavily suspected. Uh, it is, would not be difficult to find uh, the part of the software code that has been manipulated to produce different results. That's the beautiful thing about software. It just does what it's told. Mm-hmm. So if it's instructed to miscount, then they can find, uh, a software engineer can find exactly where in the code um, uh, the software is that would cause uh, false or fraudulent uh, results. It would seem logical that we would, as a nation, want to do this after, before and after every election. That we would. Precisely. I mean, there's no. I don't understand why we're working with archaic software. There's, there's, there's no reason for any of this in today's age, is there? There isn't at all. And to make matters worse, worse, it's almost as if the Dominion machines were designed to have several fail points. In other words, several major security risks. Why would you say that it was system. designed that way? Be- because no one, if they were building a system or a network, whether it be for a corporation or a government, no one would design these many security risks into a system if they wanted to keep the data and information unaltered and safe. It, I'll use um, Dominion's own words for these different levels of tampering of, of audit logs or device configurations they they assign a risk rating, uh, and in many cases the risk rating is high. These are Dominion's own words. This is, do you have the security? Do you happen to have the? Do you happen to have the book in front of you? Because you said in the notes that I got that on mm. page like four hundred four hundred fifty two to four sixty nine, they outline in detail the high and medium risk that ballots can be tempered with. Correct. Yes. <laughs> Page 452, tampering with device configuration. The risk rating is high. Uh, Page 455, tampering with election result files. The risk rating is high. Tampering with transmitted election result files, also on page 455. Risk rating is high. These are just a few examples. From their owner manual. From their own user manual. I understand why Texas would reject this. Why would anyone buy it? Why would anybody buy something for elections here in the United States unless you wanted to tamper? Why would anybody buy that? They wouldn't. I can uh, absolutely assure you that any, uh, for example, chief technology officer or chief security officer, they would never purchase a, a product with software that has all of these vulnerabilities for their business or their division of the government. It would, they would never do it. To pull something like this off, does it require 
what level of sophistication would it require and and how big of a conspiracy circle would it require to to change the votes in in swing states well honestly with uh uh, if the bad actor is an insider, in other words, they work for the polling station, as long as they have administrative access, uh, they, can, they can manipulate the votes. Um, this is, uh, no, you know, the system is no different than uh, what consumers are, are used to in terms of um, uh, working with, for example, a Windows-based system. These are normal kind of user interfaces you wouldn't have to be, with administrative access, my point is you wouldn't have to be a software engineer to do it. Um, now, if you were remote and connected through the Internet, then you'd have to have uh, a different level of skills. And especially if you wanted to go back and make modifications and then basically cover your tracks and modify the audit logs. Um, so the question you asked about whether or not mm-hmm. you can audit it, Somebody that was really sophisticated and uh, wanted to do this on a wider scale uh, could literally also alter those audit logs. Now, why? You know, again, to your question, you can actually design the system so the audit logs couldn't be altered, but they've designed the system so that they can be altered. Unbelievable. Jeff, thank you very much. Jeff Brown, founder and uh, chief investor analyst of Brownstone Research, also the editor of The Bleeding Edge. You can find him at his website, brownstoneresearch.com. Thank you, as always. So I wrote uh, yesterday a letter uh, to a few Democratic uh, senators asking them for some information. None of them responded, but it's important that you hear the letter that we sent yesterday. Stephen Indiana writes in, when I put a teaspoon, a teaspoon of rough greens onto my dog's food, she slowly sniffed it, walked away, then came back and devoured her entire bowl. Ever since that first day, she eats her entire uh, bowl in one sitting. That's never happened for the first two years of her life. She has been eating it a while now, and her coat looks great. Her energy has increased. She sleeps better than she used to. Thank you so much for Rough Greens. You are welcome. We found exactly the same thing with our dogs. Uh, You will see the difference in your dog, uh, a dog that is going to be living his happiest, healthiest life. Rough Greens, not a dog food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle onto your dog's food, contains vitamins, minerals, omega oils, and antioxidants, basically the stuff that your wife wants you to eat all the time and you don't get in your junk food. Rough Greens, get the Jumpstart bag today. Make sure your dog will eat it and then just watch over the next few months how your dog changes. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F Greens, R-U-F-F Greens dot com slash back. Rough Greens dot com slash back. Tomorrow night on Glenn TV. November 3rd was important, but what happens on January 5th is even more critical. Glenn takes you inside the GOP's war room in Georgia and reveals the dark truth behind the Democrat candidates, their tie to radicals, and who's funding their campaigns to unravel the republic. It all comes down to this. Battlegrounds, Georgia. The radical Democrats who will transform America. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. I, I want to uh, just give you quickly a uh, 
a letter that we sent out to all of the uh, members of Congress that expressed warnings uh, and fears about Dominion. Senator Warren, Klobuchar, Wyden, and uh, and a couple of the uh, Democratic congressmen. Um, we are trying, this is what I said, we are trying responsibly to sort through the bipartisan concerns of the security of Dominion voting systems. The Wall Street Journal reported private equity firms have taken nearly all of the nation's election technology and how they do business is clouded in secrecy. That's according to Elizabeth Warren uh, that you said in an, uh, that she said in an email. Senators uh, Warren and Klobuchar in December wrote that private equity backed voting companies lack transparency that threatens the integrity of elections. I have a few questions uh, for your office reporting uh, that we will report on tomorrow's Glenn Beck program. Um, were there any concerns that you outlined in the below letter fully addressed? Are you concerned about the use of Dominion voting systems in our national elections now? Do you believe the voting security is a bipartisan issue Democrats and Republicans should tackle together in Congress? Uh, we thank you for your supply, uh, your reply. 24 hours later, we still have no reply from anyone i'm not expecting that we will because i don't believe they actually care about anything as long as it works in their favor this is the glenn beck program whether you're working from home or working on fitness it doesn't matter you want to listen to what you want to listen to and not what your kids are listening to or somebody else is listening to and right now is the perfect time to get a pair of Premium wireless earbuds. Raycon, the way to go. Raycons start at about half the price of, let's be honest, the Apple. I mean, they just gouge your eyes out. They sound amazing. Raycons every day. E25 earbuds are the best model yet. You get six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, and more bass and more compact design that gives you a comfortable noise-isolating fit. Perfect for conference calls, video chats, or just uh, listening to podcasts. You know what I'm saying? Raycon, co-founded by Ray J. I just got my first pair. They are awesome. Really comfortable. They'll fit in your ears. The sound is perfect. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash Beck. That's buyraycon.com slash Beck for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You hungry there, Glenn? Yeah, just digging through for a... Oh, it's my favorite. This, I gotta savor this. I can't eat this right now because brownie mint. <laughs> oh my gosh. This one I... This one I eat in small little bites over a long period of time. <laughs> so it out. good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Built Bar uh, is really healthy for you. It's a, a, pro- a protein bar, uh, high in protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carb. Uh, only has, what does this one have? She's 130 calories. And this is like, I could have this with for dessert. It is fantastic. Built Bars, uh, available now. You just go to uh, BuiltBar.com, use the promo code BECK, and you're going to get $10 off your uh, your next case. And I mean, you get a you get a ton of these things in a, in a case, a ton of them. So check them out now. Go use the promo code BECK at BuiltBar.com. BuiltBar.com. They are delicious and good for you. All right. Stand by hour number two coming up.
about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America, and welcome to the program. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Ding dong, the king is dead. In California, there was a lawsuit that was settled yesterday uh, saying that Gavin Newsom has violated the state constitution. Uh, Is this the end of the autocratic control of Gavin Newsom and the oppression of the people of California? Don't count on it, but it's good news. We begin there in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Holidays have descended upon us, and with it comes the time of uniting with family, usually around giant plates of delicious food. When we were talking about, okay, what are we going to do for Thanksgiving? I realized that it was just us talking about what we're going to eat for Thanksgiving. Not, no, there was no question about what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to watch Miracle on 34th Street, right? We got that down. So we're gonna, we, we've positioned ourselves on the couch, right? Yeah, we're going to watch the Macy's Day Parade and what a ridiculous thing this is going to be. We're watching the dog show. The rest of the time, it's all eating. Uh, May I suggest, if that is the way you structure your life, like I do, uh, Rectech is a welcome member of the family. Let me tell you what Rectech does. Uh, He'll check them out. It has uh, smart grill technology. It basically does everything for you. Once you've started cooking whatever it is you want to cook, let's say thick buttery steaks, juicy burgers, hot dogs. Oh, yes. Pizza that would make Chicagoans cry. Uh, Once you've started uh, with it, it adjusts the heat throughout the whole process, giving you perfection every single time. You can smoke a great turkey. You can cook it in there. You can cook whatever it is. Roast beef. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. It's with Rectech. Follow Rectech on social media. Sign up for their newsletter for great recipes. It's R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Rectech with a Q. R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Rectech dot com. Well, a judge has ruled that Gavin Newsom has violated the state's constitution by unilaterally ordering that all registered voters be sent mail-in ballots. Now, this could play a role uh in uh the election in other states if this continues you you the constitution is extraordinarily clear the legislature oversees the election and only the legislature can change the laws this is something that the uh, trump administration was fighting fast and furious if you will uh all throughout the end of summer and in fall And in some cases, they won that case. I don't know why they didn't win in every case, but now in California. However, however, uh, the court also uh, ruled that there was good cause for permanent injunction restraining Gavin Newsom from issuing any further unconstitutional orders that make new statutory law or legislative policy. Wow. Wow. So what that means is Gavin Newsom, all of the things that he has has done now, issuing 58 executive orders, changing over 400 laws unilaterally, keeping people locked in place at home, has now been 
ruled unconstitutional. This is fantastic news. The judge rejected Newsom's argument that Section 8627 of the Emergency Services Act gives him autocratic powers. At least 24 of his executive orders rely on that section. The most damaging order, of course, was the uh, lockdown. Uh, Pacific, uh, the Pacific Legal Foundation's new lawsuit uses the same separation of powers argument over victory established as a successful legal theory. This color blinded or this color coded blueprint is complex in its mechanics and sweeping in its implications for businesses throughout the state. Business owners are left without a representative voice as the governor decides fundamental public policy for the state. This uh, continuing exercise of one man rule violates separation of powers because only the legislature is allowed to make these kinds of fundamental policy determinations under the California Constitution. This is a California judge. This is crazy. I mean, crazy good. Now, lawmakers up in Michigan are doing the same thing with Whitmer. Uh, State Representative Matt Maddock, uh, several of the Republican colleagues announced that they are seeking to hold impeachment hearings for Governor Whitmer in the State House of Representatives. They, uh, they posted this on Facebook over the weekend. They, uh, they listed several reasons why they say uh, Whitmer should be impeached and removed from office, including ignoring court orders, ignored during the process and the legislature. Uh, they uh, charged that she is using our kids as political pawns and denied special needs students who depend on the services that occur during in-person classes. Um, the Michigan Constitution empowers the state House of Representatives to impeach any civil officer for corrupt conduct in office or for crimes or misdemeanors. In a statement responding to the lawmakers, uh, Whitmer's office, listen to this. She said the governor doesn't have time for partisan politics or for people who don't wear masks. Unbelievable unbelievable you don't have time for partisan politics really (laughs) oh my gosh uh so that is happening in michigan and we are going to need every citizen on high alert because as many people found out do we have the justin trudeau uh audio from yesterday um as many people found out for the first time over the weekend the great reset is coming Uh, this is uh, something that was trending. Thank God. The great reset was trending on Sunday and it is the same great reset that we've been talking about for several months. And the police or the police, the uh, press has been ignoring. Here's what the prime minister of Canada said over the weekend. Building back better means getting support to the most vulnerable while maintaining our momentum on reaching the 2030 agenda for sustainable development and the SDGs. Canada is here to listen and to help. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. Mm. This is our chance to accelerate our pre-pandemic efforts to reimagine economic systems that actually address global challenges like extreme poverty, inequality, and climate change. There's a couple of things that he said there. First of all, he started with building back better. Have you noticed that building back better is behind the heads of prime ministers all over the world now? really weird it's It's really weird terrible slogan no 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 no. it's as good and as catchy as me read good right (laughs) i mean it's a ridiculous (laughs) statement 
it is a global statement now. Mm. Build back better. <laughs> I've never heard anything so bad. And that's why it sticks out. But it's part now of the Great Reset. And when they talk about reimagining economic systems, they're talking about shareholder capitalism, which is the closest thing I could describe to shareholder capitalism is the system they have in communist China, no hyperbole, or the system that Germany went to in the 1930s, no hyperbole. The elites at the World Economic Forum in June the United Nations, the International Monetary Fund, and dozens of other nonprofits and corporations met to discuss how they plan to use the coronavirus pandemic to push the reset button on the global economy. Many of the details are not hammered out yet until the, wheel, uh, the World Economic Forum meets again early next year. But they did lay out their broad outline, and it is terrifying. They want to impose a mountain of massive new government programs, including the Green New Deal, a jobs guaranteed and government controlled health care. But that is just the start. They also want to completely change the way businesses operate so that every corporation is coerced in becoming champions for left wing social justice causes. You want to know why Nike and everybody else is already on the bandwagon? Because they know what's coming. They want to create a new international digital currency that also could be used to displace the dollar as the world's reserve currency. That is going to be disastrous for everyone in America that has saved money. You remember I told you almost 20 years ago, there is no way to bring the United States level of success and monetary prowess up. You can't bring the rest of the world up to our standards which means they have to bring us down to everyone else's standards. And that is what this is all about in the name of social justice. Uh, by the way, uh, digital currency and international digital currency, that is going to uh, take the power, the economic power that we all have in the, uh, you know, with the invisible hand of the market. And it goes to a small number of bankers and international officials they will be able to control absolutely everything. And all of the elites now are pushing for the Great Reset. And they know that this, this movement would ordinarily be impossible to achieve because of countries like the United States. This is why Donald Trump could not win this election. They wanted to make sure he is not in office because he's the only one that would have stood against it. And that's why the pandemic is so important to the left. It's a big reason why so many left-wing politicians are now again asking for giant shutdowns of our economies. Lori Lightfoot in Chicago issued a new stay-at-home advisory. Illinois threatening to shut down the entire state, according to the governor. Virginia, your governor, Ralph Northam, has increased restrictions on all indoor gatherings and many restaurants. The governors of California, Oregon, Washington are gearing up for the same thing. They are going to kill the small business, crush entrepreneurship, force all Americans to come crawling on their hands and knees to government for survival so they can reshape the entire world. As Prince Charles said, who's a great supporter of uh, the Great Reset, this is a golden opportunity to seize something good. 
We are in the earliest stages, but much darker days lie ahead if Joe Biden becomes our next president, because we have strong evidence Biden and his closest allies are all devoted to the Great Reset. It is it is important. It is vital to you and your children's freedom and economic freedom that you know about the Great Reset. Go directly to the World Economic Forum, their website. Uh, it's weforum.org slash great hash reset. But go to the sources. Read through the World Economic Forum's report on reforming the way all corporations are going to operate. It's called measuring stakeholder capitalism. Don't listen to people who are giving you conspiracy theories and don't spread anything from anyone else. Go to the source. It is vital we do it now. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right, then. Let me tell you about uh, American Financing. According to a recent survey, 51% of adults believe COVID-19, the economy, is worse than the Great Recession. Oh, it will be. It will be. Uh, There have been job losses left and right, and unfortunately, that could get a lot worse before it's going to get better as we continue with these ridiculous shutdowns there is no question that this is one of the most stressful times we have experienced as a nation so how can we take the stress off of you well by being fiscally responsible one of the things you can do uh, to be responsible with your money is to look for places where you can save it if you're a homeowner and you haven't been taking advantage of the historic uh, low interest rates for example it's time for you to give american financing a call and see what they can do It might save hundreds of thousands a month with something as simple as a mortgage refi. Having lower interest rates without having to start your term over could really be the leg up that you need in the coming months. And the qualified mortgage consultants at American Financing are just the people to help you get there. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. Holy cow. Nick DiPaolo, uh, the, the comedian that says it all and is really funny. Nick DiPaolo is going to be live from Las Vegas this Saturday, November 21st, starting at 10 p.m., a live audience in the showroom. And you'll be streaming it for anybody who is stuck under uh, lockdown. Unfiltered, uncensored. We wouldn't have it any other way with Nick DiPaolo, except right now. It's filtered and <laughs> <Very> censored. <laughs> Hi, Nick. How are you, man? Glenn? Glenn, I miss you, Glenn. <laughs> how are you? How are you doing? Surviving, Nick? I'm doing fine. I'm, you know, thank God. I think you and I have the best jobs you could have when it comes so to too. all the shutdown and stuff, well, right? Are we lucky to be a podcast and a radio guy, and, and where you only have to see your producer and your wife? Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think that's true right now. However, what's coming for people with opinions like ours, we might change our view. Uh, change our view as in, oh, I get you. I was uh, gonna say, you're not going to go left on me. Are no, you? no, no. Change our view as in, <laughs> this isn't the happiest job to have. 
Well, as they say, Glenn, is, uh, I think it was my quote under my yearbook picture in high school. My quote was, the road to tyranny is paved through big business. Boy, I think I was right on top of it. Wow. What do you think of the election? <laughs> what, what do you think of the election? Well, I think I moved to the right state. I moved from New York to Georgia thinking my vote would matter. Oh. And uh, do you believe it? Yeah. I moved to Georgia. It could end up. Uh, I knew something was up when I went to vote. And the lady that checked me and had a Biden uh, tattoo on her neck. So I, knew something <laughs> was up. I, uh, I think you're you're in for uh, a world of excitement. The next few have the TV commercial started in Georgia yet. Um, for, yeah, the, for the Senate. Uh, yes. Oh, my God, I'm so tired of it. But uh, I'll tell you, my favorite person from Georgia is that Marjorie Taylor Greene. I mean, she did an ad where she had an AR-15, and she got a picture of the squad behind her. You know, Elon Omar and all those pigs. She has a, she has a rifle, and it's, like, pointed at him. So, I, you know, I, I pulled the lever for her immediately. <laughs> did you? Did you? That's, a, that's, what, that's, what, that's what gets your vote right away. That's what anybody that, yes, anybody believes that in force. I, I can't watch another old white couple being knocked out on the street by Antifa. I know. I, know. I, I am ready to go, man. I, I will. I've been to the gun range four times. I get in trouble because uh, I went to the gun range, and you can buy targets, paper targets. Mm. And, and I wrote Pelosi over one of them. They made oh, jeez. What are you doing, is, man? This, this is supposed to be censored. This is supposed to be censored. It is. It is. Uh uh, how did you get Vegas or is just Vegas just doesn't care? They're like, hey, it's Vegas. You get diseases here all the time. How did yeah, you get them to open a showroom? <laughs> Are you kidding? Anybody, anybody that goes to Vegas on a regular basis, you're, you're immune to everything. Yeah. I mean, just 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 touching your mouth, the hand to your mouth after you use a slot machine. That's way worse than cold. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you, know? you are mean, so- uh, you're performing. How many people are going to be in the same room? Because this will be weird for uh, you, won't it? I mean, you haven't done this in how long? Well, I've been I've done some road work lately, and and you know I'm selling tickets, Glenn. I'd be making twice the money. Some of these clubs are at half capacity, and uh, this one's going to be uh, it. It holds five hundred, and and we have two fifty, so um, which is great actually. So and and the reason I'm doing it is because I have a ton of fans. Who say, hey, you know, you don't come to Australia and, and you don't come to uh, Alaska and Billings, Montana <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, Vegas. Mad- yeah, and, <laughs> and Vegas. Yeah, and Vegas. I get booster shots every time I go. Oh, to Vegas. no, I know, I know, I know. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be great. I'm, uh, you know, we, we're going to have uh, so people can uh, sit in the comfort of your home, whether your governor tells you to or not. And, and uh, well, look, I, I paid my dues, Glenn. I get, I get my radio show got shut down because it was too right wing in New York. I've, I've been physically assaulted after a show. I was on the phone with the FBI twice this year because of death threats. So I suggest you people tune in who hate the left because I'm not out there talking about, uh, you know, pop tarts and my family. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the real thing. What and, do you think? Uh, you know, what do you think the, the coronavirus, the shutdowns that are coming? Yes. Uh, needed, I, necessary, right, wrong. Oh, absolutely. You know this is a big hoax. I mean, if, if from age one to 69, the survival rate is 99.967. I yeah. mean, come on. Unless you're a Chinese woman in the late hundreds with diabetes, <laughs> I think you're going to be fine. <laughs> I, you know? that, that, is the, that is the problem. We are shutting everything down, and yet we we... 
We should just be protecting the people who are most vulnerable. Fauci said yesterday that uh, even though we have a vaccine now that'll be 95 percent effective, you'll never know if you're part of that 5 percent. And so you should everyone should continue wearing the mask. Are you kidding me? No, that is the biggest joke. And I don't know why people are complaining, like in California, you know, the governor says, hey, you can't have relatives over. And that's a a dream. (laughs) Really? I I, I can't have people over who I I pretend to like. (laughs) Are you kidding? And and good luck trying to enforce that three family rule in California, which is about 40 percent Mexican. And they average 117 kids a family. And, and they're saying, make sure the person doing the cooking has sanitized their hand. Yeah, my mother likes to change the transmission before she makes it. Nick DiPaolo, thank you so much. Nick DiPaolo, he is going to be again in Vegas this Saturday, uh, starting at 10 o'clock. You'll be able to see uh, this live online. Get your tickets at watchlivenow.com or online. Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, Amazon Fire TV. Uh, again, follow uh, Nick DiPaolo, watchlivenow.com, nickdip.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, all right, let me tell you uh, that right now, Temp and Toss is changing the temperature-taking game. The, uh, the, the thing that I think doctors may have started, uh, you know, the... Stick it where the sun don't shine. Uh, that was how you used to have to take the temperatures of a baby. And uh, they don't like that. I don't like that. Uh, but now you have, for the first time ever, little paper strips that you can just stick on the forehead of your child. And they stay there all day. Uh, and it is the most uh, accurate, consistent temperature gauge that they have found in studies. It is really, really easy, especially if you have a baby or a child. But now it's also uh, a great way. Ford Motor Company is using this to get all of their employees in and make sure everybody's temperature is okay. You can use it for babies. You can buy them five or ten at a time. Huge corporations. You can buy them in strips of 3,000 or 5,000. I want you to check them out. Temp and Toss. Available Temp and Toss at major retailers and tempandtoss.com slash back to work. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're so glad that you've tuned in today. Uh, Brian Stelter is a just a worthless, worthless, I, I don't even know, reporter. What would you even call him now? Just mouthpiece? Um, Brian Stelter at CNN uh, yesterday said (laughs) that all of the videos uh, showing the uh, violence against Trump supporters in Washington, D.C., they were all out of context clips. Hey, Brian, what context does hitting an old woman, uh, you know, in the back of the head? What context does that work in? What context does a mob surrounding a guy in a Trump T-shirt riding a a scooter or a bike him being shoved over and stomped on what context is needed to make that right 
Because I, I can't think of one. Yeah, I mean, there's that one clip where the guy gets knocked out. And before that, if you watch the, the, the full footage and we showed you the full right. footage, you could see he's also scuffling with these guys and they're going kind of going back and forth. And then he walks away, isn't looking at them at all, and gets punched in the side of the head and, and mm-hmm. knocked to the ground mm-hmm. in a complete, you know, uh, sucker punch. Yeah. Is that the type of contact he's looking for? I mean, like, that's still really bad. Yeah. Well, how about how about the one where everybody's just kind of eating their food in a restaurant and uh, then the mobs start to attack and then they throw in uh, a firework and launch a firework into the restaurant? Is that is what context is that? Were they chewing with their mouth closed? Uh, Because if they weren't, that is really annoying. I don't know. You know, they, they will take jokes out of context and i know we live in a different world nick DiPaolo doesn't seem to understand that but uh we live in a different world where you just don't make jokes about certain things and and i get that but they will always take jokes about things and they will just go crazy i'll bet you that what nick said they'll go crazy on but they won't say that this was an attempt to at humor this was a comedian anything like that anything like that mm-hmm. context will not matter to them on anything uh, like that, and yet they'll dismiss the violence. Did you see what Macron said uh, yesterday? I love this. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. So um, the the New York Times has come out, and the mainstream media has said that uh, what's happening in France is just xenophobia and good people are just rising up in the streets. I mean, they they beheaded teachers. And this is just because of France's, uh, you know, xenophobia. If I if I may, let me just quote him. When France was attacked five years ago, every nation in the world supported us, he said. So when I see in that context, several newspapers, which I believe are from countries that share our values, journalists who write in a country that is the heir to the Enlightenment or the French Revolution. When I see them legitimizing this violence and saying the heart of the problem is that France is racist and Islamophobic, then I say your founding principles have been lost. Wow. Yes. He said, uh, we will be inflexible when it comes to tackling racism, anti-Semitism and discrimination and strong new strong decisions will be made to reinforce uh, uh, people's chances to live. But this noble fight is perverted when it turns into communitarianism, into a false rewriting of our history. This is unacceptable. Boy, wouldn't you love to hear this? It is unacceptable when it is picked up by separatists. I tell you very, very clearly tonight, my dear fellow citizens, the Republic will not erase any trace or name from its history. It will not forget any of its deeds or take down any statue. What we need to do is look all together with lucidity on uh, on all of our history and all of our memory. Our relation to Africa in particular, so we can build a present and a possible future from one to the other side of the Mediterranean. Ah, uh, for the first time, let's be like France. <laughs> wow. Mm. Where? Ha- well, I know. I know. As he said, uh, we have lost our founding principles. And how badly have we lost them? We got a, a piece of audio in from uh, a listener, and we appreciate 
anything that you have access to that you want to explode expose or whistleblow we really appreciate it uh there was a uh there was a zoom call that recently happened uh showing up for racial justice and it's a national network of groups and individuals organizing white people for racial justice and they had this event on zoom recommitting to racial justice white people's work in the days ahead uh, and it was described as, you know, how white people showed up in massive numbers to vote for Donald Trump. More white people voted for Trump in 2020 than in 2016. Our work remains clearer than ever. We need to be organizing white people. And so they had a group of people meeting on this Zoom meeting. One of our listeners happened to be there and recorded it. And I uh, I, I want you to listen. The woman t- taking part in this uh, is in the Highlander Center of Tennessee. It's a research and education center. Uh, and here they are. Cut one. Stacey Abrams and the stolen election. What we saw is not much different from what we saw when Stacey Abrams ran for, for in the gubernatorial race. Right. We same situation. Right. When it came back down to it, we knew that the counties that were left at the end of the the general election were places where black people, whether it was New Georgia Project or Black Voters Matter, or a number of organizations, Mahente, Surge, uh, had been organizing our people. So we knew what it was going to be. Stacey Abrams didn't lose an election in Georgia, y'all. Mm. It was stolen. Mm. Okay. All right. Mm. Uh, Biden and Harris, this administration, what are their plans now going forward? But now we need to make sure that we can mobilize and organize those people to make sure that, one, we actually seal the deal and the loser leaves. Right. But secondly, to recognize that neoliberals have been killing me slowly for as long as they've been in existence. There is still much work to be done. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are not my saviors. They're my next target. Right. So where we need to be is in the practice of building people's power to demand what we deserve not what we can concede what we would concede to in the first hundred days of a new administration so the biden victory they say was all due to them and then to come with clear and concise demands about what we deserve because we delivered this victory to the biden harris administration we need to hold that power we need to flex it like it's ours right we need to come Hard saying that, you know, defund the police wasn't something that lost seats. Defund the police was a demand that won progressive Democrat seats. Right. We need to come out hard for the Breathe Act. We need to come out hard saying Heroes Act is not enough. If it does not include our sisters, our brothers, our siblings that are undocumented, that is not a stimulus that bails out our people. Those are our people. So we need to to demand the Thrive Agenda. We need to demand the People's Charter that the Working Families Party and many of us helped create. We need to demand the demands in the the vision for Black lives. We need to demand a red, black, and green New Deal for our people, right? This is our moment, y'all. We've built the social movement. Now we need to act like we've built power. So they did build power. They are claiming that they are the real force behind it. These are the organizers of Black Lives Matter, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And they now finally come clear that this was never really about Trump. We didn't want to build a, a social movement that didn't have any political teeth. When our ancestors and elders said by any means necessary, they meant by all the means, including fighting for electoral justice. Not that it's the only path to liberation, but it's certainly a tactic that we couldn't concede, right? 
And then secondarily, we also wanted to make sure that we weren't building a party that wasn't accountable to our movements, right? And so we talked about what it would mean to build, we need, like, what is it gonna take to beat back the, the breadth of white nationalism up and down the ballot? This wasn't just about Trump, though it was a major goal of our work, right? Of our United Front's work. It was not just him, right? It was to beat back white nationalism, authoritarian and proto-fascist tendencies up and down the ballot. This is a Zoom call that just happened with Aaron Heaney and uh, Jara uh, Burke from Tennessee-based political uh, uh, group, the Henderson Group, I think. Uh, also, BLM supporters were on this call and spoke. So this wasn't about just removing Trump. This was a, a step into the direction they hope to go. And they are not done with this election or any election in the future. Let me be clear. Second phase is also to make sure that if in a scenario where there was a contested election, that we had the power to make sure that that, conte that contestation by the Trump administration fails. Right. That's where we are right now. We took we correctly identified the scenario that we would be in. Black people got it right again. Right. We predicted that this would be where we were. And we built the infrastructure to be able to make sure that we had people together in a united front committed beyond November 3rd so that we can continue to use our people power to make sure that in a contested scenario that our people still win. That's phase two. Right. OK. So now what's next? And when that happens, we're going to make sure that they remember every day of their four years that they would not be there without us and that they owe us big. Right. They owe us big. So we need to be going ahead and thinking right now, what can Joe Biden give me by executive order? Right. Some stuff I shouldn't even have to wait for Congress. We shouldn't be talking. We should. I don't need a study on reparations. Right. I'm going to take H.R. 40, please. And thank you. My people have been fighting for that for a long time. But guess what? I don't have to wait for that. Give me come up off it, man. Why are we waiting for Joe Biden to, to, to sign the HEROES Act? When we know that there's something better and he could just wave his pen and give it to us now. Right. Mm. Well, that puts, uh, you know, Schumer and the uh, student debt forgiveness through executive order. That kind of gives you some uh, some new meaning behind that, doesn't it? When you hear AOC pushing for executive orders and you don't have to go through Congress, when you hear them say we have to take the two Senate seats in Georgia, so we don't have to negotiate with anyone. It kind of puts it into context, doesn't it? This is what we're up against, but I will tell you, this is what we were built for. Blinds.com. The holiday rush is almost here, which means it's the perfect time to get your home decked out for the season. If you haven't tried Blinds.com, now is the time, and they're offering huge deals all month long so you can shop before Black Friday. Save up to 40% site-wide, including blind shades, shutters, even outdoor shades, with free shipping and a guaranteed perfect fit. Take advantage of the early Black Friday savings and shop these unbelievable deals right now. Get a head start on your custom window treatments so you can enjoy your new picture-perfect backdrop during this holiday season. It's on sale, so you know you absolutely do not want to miss this sale. It's the biggest one of the year. The best part, when you shop early like this, you get to relax later when everyone else is running around panicking and trying to find crazy deals. Go to blinds.com now. Save up to 40% site-wide, plus get the lowest prices of the year. 
year on incredible doorbusters. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's blinds.com. Tomorrow night on Glenn TV. November 3rd was important, but what happens on January 5th is even more critical. Glenn takes you inside the GOP's war room in Georgia and reveals the dark truth behind the Democrat candidates, their tied radicals, and who's funding their campaigns to unravel the Republic. It all comes down to this. Battlegrounds, Georgia. The radical Democrats who will transform America. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. You're listening to Glenn Beck. This is the uh, Glenn Beck program. We have Janice Dion on uh, coming on in just a, a second. Uh, she's the author of Mostly Sunny, but I don't want to talk to her about her book. I want to talk to her about the tragedy that she and her family have endured with COVID because of the governor of the great state of New York, Andrew Cuomo, who, if I may quote Stu, is awful. <laughs> Andrew Cuomo is awful.com. Is that what yeah, you're trying to say? That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. No, it's true. He is very did you awful. See, did you see what he said yesterday that that leaders need to take accountability? It's unbelievable. They need to stand up and take accountability for the mistakes they made. Are you out of you? What? I would like to say he is the least self-aware person in modern American history. But the problem with that is he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows he did all these things and he's just lying because the only thing he knows how to do is lie. He is, if I'm not mistaken, New York, if it was a country, Mm -hmm. it would be down on the list as worse than what was it? Peru, Peru, Belgium, every country on Earth, uh, with the exception of countries that have like 20,000 people like uh, San Marino. I think is worse than than no no San Marino's not even as bad as <laughs> sorry <laughs> no San Marino's not even I as mean, bad as New York. I mean nobody nobody is reporting all of this stuff. They're going for for more draconian. How did how, how is this how is this being spread? This is an honest question. If everybody is locked down in New York in New York City, I mean that nobody's doing business in New York City. How is it spreading so fast again? Well, but, I, I mean, mean besides the riots and the. And the victory parties for yeah, I, seriously, victory parties is probably at this point uh, part of the 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 issue. I, I do think that look, there's a there's a there's a university here in Texas that did a study of of actual compliance to these rules, and they found it to be fifty six percent, which again is not zero percent, but it's not a hundred percent either. Uh, and that's just we're talking about masks and social distancing. We're not in lockdown. I mean, look, I don't. I know if you're in California, you're like this is this is lockdown. It's not lockdown in Texas. I mean, oh, no. I barely even notice the difference in my life, to be frank about it. I really, I mean, I have to wear a mask occasionally when I go into a stupid store, and that's annoying. Now, I've already, I've, I'm a COVID-19 survivor, as you know, Glenn. Yes, so, I know. Uh, I've already been through this, and, you know, I, I, I'm immune not only to COVID, but to all things. Well, I'm, uh, I am, but, I'm worse than you. I didn't get COVID, but my wife was sick. What, what, what do I do? I don't know what to do. Right. She's sick. <laughs> what do I do? Yeah. How do I eat? What, what happens? I, I mean, it was... It was devastating, devastating <laughs> in my household. But I mean, you around here, honestly, like the the thing that you don't have are large gatherings. But again, the Dallas Cowboys are putting 30,000 people in their stadium no, for I every mean, game. Look, so it's not it's Dave not Rubin, the same. I had dinner with Dave Rubin and he came into the restaurant. And he's like, there were people here. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's we go out and do things, Dave. We're, we're not in a, uh, uh, you know, United Socialist state of California. We, we, we go out and do things. We yeah. just use common sense. 
Hey, look, you can isolate yourself into a panic room and not spread the virus. We all know that. We have to find a balance between doing things, you know, that we're not, you know, infecting everybody and we're able to live our lives a little bit. There is nobody that hates Andrew Cuomo more than Stu, except perhaps for Janice (laughs) Dean. She's too nice to hate him. She's great, and she's on next. is the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, everybody knows PayPal, but did you know that they were teaming up with Honey to save you money? Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add Honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little apply coupons button when it pops up. A few seconds later, Honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, Lululemon, Macy's. Honey has found over $2 billion in savings. That's why they have over 100,000 five-star reviews on Google Chrome Store. Not using Honey is literally passing up free money. It is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds. Get money for free by joining Honey. Joinhoney.com slash Beck. That's joinhoney.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So let me talk to you a little bit about a new book out called Not Free America. It is a really, really good book to bone up on how not free we really are. And it hasn't just started. Uh, It's not because of COVID or anything else. This has been going on for a long time. And we have got to stop surrendering our liberty. We have to start pushing for our unum, which is the idea of liberty, the idea of freedom, That's what brought us together in the first place, and it's the only thing that will bring us together again. Well, here's a book called uh, Not Free America, and it was written by Mike Donovan. It not only shows what's going on, but it also offers a solution. So I want you to go to uh, notfreeamerica.com, take the Liberty Pledge, and order your copy today. Find out how to stop the overreach and the abuse of our government, what actions you can take to do better. It's notfreeamerica.com. Go there now. The one and only uh, Janice Dean is joining us next. The only person who I think, well, she's she's too nice to hate. Yes. But the only person <laughs> who dislikes more mm. uh, than you, uh, she's the only person I know that really does not like Andrew Cuomo. I mean, to your level. Yes, she. Yeah. <laughs> my level. She has a reason. Yeah. Yours is just visceral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back in a minute. Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We can all agree there are lots of despicable people. (laughs) Lots of despicable people. Uh, Especially in public office right now. People who just don't care about what the truth is. And they get away with murder. But I don't think there is anyone quite to the level of Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo, and this is what makes it so horrible, is the amount of people that have actually died. You know, they... Bush lied. People died. Okay. All right. This guy is still lying and people are dying. It is 
so reprehensible because actual lives have been snuffed out because of his policies. Actual lives are at stake because of his lies. And then he goes on. Yesterday, he said, hey, you know, politicians and public figures, they've got to learn from their mistakes and admit their mistakes. Oh, my gosh. I think my head's going to explode. A full-fledged duct tape alert. Wrap your head in duct tape because it just might explode when you hear the truth about Andrew Cuomo and Janice Dean joins us in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. You know the value of a dollar. So what is the value of $20? Well, in my day, 20 Yeah, yeah, I got it. How far is 20 bucks going to get you today? May get you what? I mean, I am surprised. I go with my family to McDonald's now. It's like $78. You're like, what? You're McDonald's. We eat a lot. Anyway, uh, <laughs> $20 can help get you out of pain. I want you to try the trial pack of Relief Factor. This is something that I started taking about three years ago. Uh, I didn't do commercials for them for a long time because I didn't I didn't take it. I didn't. Honestly, it's like it's healthy. And I'm like, look at me. Do I look like the picture of health? I don't think this stuff is going to work. Uh, and then I started taking it about three years ago because my wife forced me to do it because uh, she was, quote, tired of hearing my whining. And I have to tell you, three years later, I am still out of pain because of Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-583-84, 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. Janice Dean is the Fox News senior meteorologist. She is also the author of Mostly Sunny, which kind of, well, except for this hour, maybe, uh, kind of sums her up. Mostly Sunny. <laughs> Hi, Janice. How are you? Hi, Glenn. And hi, Stu. Thank you for having me today. Hey, Janice. Um, I am thrilled to meet someone that uh, is as upset as Stu is on Andrew Cuomo. I don't know how he gets away with what he has gotten away with in New York, but it's despicable. It's really despicable. Tell me how this story affected you before we get into all the stats. Well, my husband lost both of his parents to coronavirus. Um, His dad was in a nursing home. The plan was to have both parents in an assisted living facility close to where we are. Uh, And the backstory on that is his parents lived in a four-story walk-up in Brooklyn for almost 60 years. They didn't want to move. It was rent-controlled. We tried for many years to try to get them to move. Uh, They wouldn't listen to us. Uh, As they got older, they had more health problems. His dad was suffering from dementia. Uh, He was... his, His... health was going downhill very quickly. His mom had problems walking. She had to use a walker. We had aides coming into the the building, but my husband still had to go to their apartment. There were trips to the ER. It was uh, it was to the point where we had to have 24-hour care for both of them. They couldn't mm-hmm. take care of themselves. They couldn't take care of each other. So we found a, a great assisted living residence very close to us on Long Island, and the plan was to have them both together in a double room. His dad needed rehab because he had a lot of health issues, so we had to get him in better shape. Uh, and he was only there for a couple of weeks, Glenn, uh, and when the coronavirus came into play, and that was at the very end of March. We got a call on a Saturday morning uh, saying his dad wasn't feeling well. And up until this point, we were getting updates. He was doing fine. Both of them were doing fine. And the Saturday morning, uh, Sean gets the phone call that his dad isn't feeling well and that he's running a fever 
and three mm. hours later he's he's dead holy cow they, they, yep they call us to tell he s he died three hours after the initial phone call of saying he wasn't well and because we were in a quarantine we couldn't go physically go see him uh for you know at least a week and a half we weren't able to go see him mm. we were trying to get regular updates so we didn't find out that he had COVID until the death certificate. Um, and we didn't know that at this point that the governor was putting COVID positive patients into nursing homes. It was only after he died that I started seeing the reports. And I remember getting a phone call before he died from one of the aides that was taking care of him saying that they were moving him to another floor so that they could accept more patients. So that was my first red flag. Yeah. Uh, and your husband's mom. Yeah. His, his, my husband had to call his mom to tell her that her husband had died. She hadn't seen him in, in many weeks. Uh, it was the hardest thing he's ever had to do. She got sick in her assisted living facility and was transported to the hospital. And we didn't know she had COVID until she got to the hospital. She died several days later. Um, and the other reason why I'm angry and I'm upset is because her number does not count because the governor will not count or at least won't release the numbers of COVID patients that got COVID in their elder care facilities, but died in the hospital. They're the only state that counts it like that, right? They're the only state that says if you got it at a nursing home, but you died in a hospital, it doesn't count. Correct. Uh, and there have been people trying to sue for this information. We were supposed to get the information from his health commissioner, Howard Zucker, uh, before the election. And then it was delayed until after the election. And now we're not supposed to get the total numbers until in January. So there, the Empire Center, which is a watchdog of sorts, uh, it has sued the governor and his health department for this information, because if we're going to go forward and we're getting into a second wave now, if we don't have the actual total numbers, that's a big problem. Do we have any idea of a guess, an educated guess? The, the educated guess is double what they are reporting. So the governor is reporting, I think, 6,500 deaths uh, in the nursing home facilities and uh, what I am hearing, the estimates are at least double that when you include those that died in the hospital but got COVID in their elder care facility. Put this into perspective, Stu. Uh, what are the what are other states looking at? I mean, New York's performance in basically every category is worse than every other state. Um, and the only thing, the only states that compete with New York are states like New Jersey, which was largely overflow from from New York. Um, you know, and it, and to show you how disingenuous Cuomo has been on this point, I mean, we all know that he imported COVID positive patients into nursing homes. Right. And he also uh, will not tell everyone uh, what the actual total of, of nursing home deaths are. He won't say what they are. He, he will not report it. It's been months and months and months, lawsuits and everything else. But what makes him uniquely awful in every single way are things like this, where he uses the second point. That he's only disclosing half the deaths as a defense for his initial policy. Because when you ask him about his initial policy of importing these patients, he says, well, look at our numbers. We're like 34th in the nation. Well, you're only 34th in the nation because you're lying about the total. 
which is documented not by just conservative sources, but all over the mainstream media, that this is has not occurred. They have not disclosed the correct number of patients. So, so he uses his lie to defend his policy that affected so many lives. It's it, it is it's incomprehensible how terrible he's been through this. So, Janice, how come the the lawsuits are not? winning how come you're not getting the release of the information what is the excuse they need more time apparently they need more time to get all of this information it is very frustrating and of course we have other questions like governor why didn't you use the facilities that were provided by the federal government to you including uh the mercy ship and the javits center and some of the makeshift hospitals that were put in place where taxpayers spent millions of dollars uh making these makeshift hospitals so that you could put coronavirus patients into these places instead of nursing homes, the most vulnerable areas. And at the beginning of this, Glenn, he was talking, he knew, he said, if we put uh, the virus in nursing homes, it would spread like dry grass. There is evidence of him saying that on the record. And so he knew, Um, but I've read things that are very interesting to me that he was getting whispers in his ear by some of his top hospital donors that the hospitals were saying, we cannot deal with all of these Corona patients. We are not able to care for them. Like perhaps may a nursing home might. So maybe that's where we should put the coronavirus patients. So there's all sorts of interesting things that I think uh, an investigation might come up with. So, so because my next question was, why would he, why would he do this? It was so clear. We the one thing we knew going into it is if you are elderly and sick or weak, you're done. We knew that. That's the one thing we knew as it was coming over. So he had to have. Go ahead. No, we did know that. And since, you know, I would say in the last several weeks, I've been doing a lot of these rallies with um, some of the families that are going through the same thing that I'm going to through our family. And I've talked to nursing care workers uh, and they have the same questions. And they were the ones that actually right away raised their hand, wrote documents saying, please do not do this. We are, we are not equipped to take uh, COVID positive patients into our home. We don't have enough PPE. We can't separate them. This is going to be uh, this is like fire through dry grass. All of these people, these experts knew. Why did the governor still put out an executive order forcing COVID positive patients into nursing homes, not for one, not for two weeks, but 46 days until finally he rescinded the order. And the other thing Stu knows very well is that if you go on uh, the health care website of New York, you cannot find that executive order anywhere. They have scrubbed it from the website. Hmm. This, this country is becoming so dangerous. The, the politician without a, a free press, and I don't mean free as in I think CNN is free to report anything they want. They just choose differently. But uh, without a press that is actually trying to stand for the people not for the institutions, not for the parties, not for the politicians, but for the people. We are so far off the reservation now of, of a country that can even be free 
we're not even getting the news and they're scrubbing it and nobody cares. Well, you're right. Some of those places don't care. Thankfully, your, you know, the blaze is helping me with this. Fox News has helped me with this. The New York Post has been uh, doing some good investigative journalism. The, you know, the Wall Street Journal as well. There have been a couple of articles in the New York Times. Uh, but the problem is, and that's why I'm vocal, is because I am not seeing the mainstream media, uh, you know, ask these questions or demand accountability of their leaders. Uh, he really has been ruling with an iron fist. And every time he does get asked the question, he blames everybody else except the person that signed the order. He's blamed God and Mother Nature and the New York Post and Fox News and, he, and the nurse, the nursing care workers and the gosh. visitors. And by the way, I was never able to visit my loved ones. So I didn't have a chance to bring in COVID to the nursing home. And, and we and, and he has now gone to the tactic of saying, how dare you even ask? That is so hurtful to me to even playing the martyr on this. Right. He's actually said, how how cruel of you to, you know, put the blame on me. Um, and to see these interviews still to this day going around. I mean, he's published a book on his leadership that he continues uh, to publicize. And in my mind, he is profiting off the over 30,000 New Yorkers, including my in-laws that died by publishing a book on leadership of New York after he has helped really, uh, I mean, he, his order has helped kill thousands of relatives of New York state. And this is not political, Glenn. This is not about Republican or Democrat. My in-laws were, were registered Democrats. This is not about politics. This is about accountability for something that went wrong. And it's because of your leadership that we're put into this situation. Back in just a second, more with uh, Janice, Janice Dean uh, from Fox News uh, on COVID and Cuomo. Coming up in just a second. First, welcome to 2020. Malware is everywhere, like an entire room full of live mouse traps uh, that you're walking barefoot uh, foot through, uh, <clears throat> blindfolded and in the dark. If you've been operating under the assumption uh, that your emails are safe because you recognize the sources, think again. Cyber criminals have found ways now to embed malware into attached documents. And as soon as you download them or hit enable content or enable editing, you get yourself some malware and it is going to start uh, finding and stealing your personal information on behalf of uh, the cyber criminal. There is a way to fight it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock, they can help you feel the warm and, uh, and, uh, and uh, loving embrace of protection this holiday season because we're all shopping online. Who was it? Uh, was it over on CNN, I think? Uh, they said, uh, yeah, it looks like Christmas isn't coming. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> well, it's not going to be you're not going to be able to shop. Uh, it's called the Internet, dude. It's called the Internet. <laughs> Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com. And don't they know that Christmas isn't about the boxes and the bags? Uh, use the promo code Beck at LifeLock.com, and you're going to save 25%. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Head over to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code Beck for 25% off. 10 seconds. Station ID. 
So, Janice, if he would have come out and said, holy cow, was that a mistake? Would would any of this be a big deal to you? I mean, it would have been a bad mistake, but it would it have been something that was a, a torch to carry? In the beginning, had he come out and, and accepted responsibility for the decisions that he had made and, and, and just said, I've never heard him say, I'm sorry for your loss. I've never heard him say anything remotely remorseful uh, towards people that have lost loved ones. Um, had he come out in the very beginning and said, I, I've never done something like this before. I was getting advice from people. I wanted to make sure I had enough beds in the hospital. So this is why I made this decision. I thought they had enough PPE. I, I was advised that some could handle COVID patients. I made a tremendous mistake. And for that, I am sorry. Had he done that, I actually would have accepted that. I don't want to be this person who is out there um, you know, screaming at the governor every single day on social media. I am not that person at all. I've never been political in my entire life. I am the weather person. I always say the only red, the only red and blue I see on a map, Glenn, is areas of high pressure and low pressure. <laughs> and I, I, want, I hope to go back to that. But because he is not accepting any responsibility or accountability and these mainstream media outlets who will not hold him accountable or ask him the question or show him the mandate that's been scrubbed uh, off his website, that is why I am vocal. But yes, at the very beginning, had he just admitted that he didn't know what to do when we were in the middle of a pandemic, and maybe if he hadn't written a book, I mean, the fact mm. that he wrote a book yeah. and has been, you know, has been making money off of that book. Uh, even yesterday, he was, or the other day, he was at a church and he was talking about leadership uh-huh. and how, you know, you have to learn from your mistakes. He even talked about that book. Well, I wrote a book about leadership. You can buy it for twenty four ninety nine. I mean, it's just so Grotesque. outwardly gross. It's so gross. And Glenn, you and I both know, and Stu, we all know that if Mr. Cuomo had an R next to his name, he would probably be, you know, uh, he'd I don't know, in front of a jury. Yeah, yeah. He, he'd, mm-hmm. he'd be in real deep trouble. Yeah. I mean, and you think about it, it's not it's not even just avoiding responsibility, which has been something you totally expect. He demands praise for his handling of this. I mean, the book is one thing. The poster was revolting. He was selling a poster where he, you know, had cartoon drawings of himself driving around his Camaro. He was dunking on Southern states who were having their flare up at the time, which by the way, wound up being nowhere near as large as the flare up in New York. Um, the, the way he come, goes around and demands this sort of godlike stature and the media gives it to him is what's well, so is, criminal about does this. Does any of that come from his brother at CNN? I mean, sure. the way they interviewed him is mm. we, we would never do that. We would, as the blaze, we would ne- No, as a commentator, I would say to my brother, you got to talk to the news department. You can talk to me, but you got to talk to the news department as well. I mean, you can't do that. And that was the journalistic pushback. It was making us physically ill when we, you know, we were 
we couldn't have a funeral or a wake or last rites. We weren't able to see them. And yet I would see Cuomo on with his brother on CNN joking around their comedy comedy news hour with Cuomo and his big, uh, you know, um, cotton swab going mm-hmm. up his nose. Like it was infuriating. Okay. More in just a second with Janice Dean uh, from uh, Fox News. As the uh, program continues, stand by. This is the Glenn Beck program. Hey, do you remember that Harvey Wallbanger you got, uh, or the uh, the Mai Tai that you got when you went and listened to the timeshare people? Wasn't that worth it? I mean, now you're you're sitting there paying for some place that you don't want anymore. You're paying for some place you can never book when you want to book it. Oh, and the good news is the maintenance fees are coming up in about a month or so. So that is how do you get rid of a timeshare? Well, there is a name that you need to know, and it is timeshareterminationteam.com. Timeshareterminationteam.com. There are so many scams out there. I mean, you know, what's really sad is they advertise and say, we're going to get you out of that scam. And they're a scam. It's horrible. This is, they have a 100% guarantee that they'll get you out of the legally get you out of the timeshare. I mean, I could take care of it for you, but timeshare termination team will get the job done. And now you'll save 20% off when you terminate your timeshare. Just tell them that I sent you at 888 get you out 888 get you out or timeshare termination team.com. And you can go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck program. I, I only had our composer make this bed because I thought... If Billie Eilish ever heard about it, it would drive her out of her mind. <laughs> it does sound Billie Eilish-esque. Yes, it does. It does, doesn't it? Uh, welcome to the program. Uh, Janice Dean is uh, joining us. She is the uh, uh, the Fox senior meteorologist, uh, and she has had a just a wicked time with COVID. And, you know, I, I am sick and tired of hearing about people say, Oh, people don't think that COVID is real and all these old people are dying because they don't think it's real. I think everybody did. I mean, is it not your main impression, Janice and Stu, that everybody believes it's real? They just may not think they're going to get it. I mean, or or do you think there's a big conspiracy that it's not real? I mean, I know that it's real because I've had loved ones die of it. Um, But I've also said to people, I'm also not going to let it make me so fearful that I don't leave my home. I mean, I am, I'm somebody that's compromised. I I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis back in Mm. 2005. So I am considered uh, someone that has, you know, uh, that I'm vulnerable, but, I'm not going to make it dictate, uh, you know, that I'm going to be in the basement for the rest of my life. My kids are currently in school. I support the fact that my children are in school. They've been doing very well. 
uh, with going to school and the safety precautions that they take. It's more important for my children to go to school than for us to be all in a house, you know, scared to death. My kids, that's worse. My kids have been destroyed by this. You know, they were going to school and everything was on track. And then this happened. And I've both my kids are have changed. They are really struggling with school when they do go twice a week. The teacher is behind glass. They have glass on their desk and the teacher and, you know, my son and daughter have to wear masks. What the I mean, come on. And can you imagine this being your school experience, either college or high school or any time? My my youngest, uh, who's nine years old, he has anxiety issues because of this. Yeah. So for me, it's better that he goes to school, even if he is wearing a mask, even if they are distanced by, you know, six feet. I think it's more important for him to still be able to go and learn that way. He can't learn through the Zoom process. Mm-hmm. He, he, we would have you know, regular meltdowns, not just my sons, but their mom as well. And my husband's a a first responder. He's a firefighter. He has to go to work. So these are things that we all have to take into account. We, we cannot just be in our basement and not go anywhere. So while I understand the fear, I also understand that we can be in a worse position if we are dictated by that fear and we are not going on, you know, going and living our lives, taking those precautions. What do you think? Um, What do you think of uh, what do you think of Cuomo coming out and saying that he's going to sue the federal government to stop the distribution of the vaccines because they won't be able to control it until Biden gets in. And he says the distribution is going to be all screwed up. That drives me nuts because there's Mr. Hypocrisy once again. Uh, he wasn't at at least 17 White House meetings about COVID. He was out promoting his book, Glenn Beck, about leadership instead of going to the White House and being with other governors mm. to talk about what the White House was doing, the federal government to try to help different states. So first of all, he wouldn't go to these meetings. And now that there is a possible COVID vaccine, because it's under Trump, you know, he's he's nervous about the whole thing. I'm not going to distribute it here in New York. And yet when Trump comes back and says, well, then if New York doesn't want my COVID vaccine, then I won't give it to New York. Then, of course, we see the governor saying, Trump won't give me the vaccine. How dare him? I'm going to sue him. It's all such political theater garbage. Uh, it, it drives me crazy. This governor is, continues to, to make bad decisions on behalf of the people he represents. Is there a breaking point in New York uh, for Cuomo? Is there is there any buildup of people saying, I can't take it anymore? I mean, do people see it? I have people that come up and whisper to me uh, and say, that's terrifying. Job. Keep doing what you're doing. I will tell you that I got an email from someone who knows the Cuomo family very well, uh-huh. who, basically, who basically said, Janice, you've picked, uh, you know, a noble thing to go after him on. Good luck with your fight, but watch your back. So what does that tell you if you've got somebody that knows this family very well 
telling me to watch my back uh, when I go against the governor. So what does the average person do? That's a good question. I am demanding accountability and answers. I'm shouting from my social media mountaintop. Uh, I'm trying to do as many programs as possible to get the word out. Uh, I just feel like people are afraid to support those who are going against the governor. And that is so dangerous. Well, not here in Texas, uh, we're not afraid, and I don't think the, the adjoining states are, but it is going to take a movement of the people of New York. But, I mean, they're, you know, it's really frightening, Genesis, what we have, what we've now accepted. We, you know, the, the, when, when somebody comes down and abuses people, if that person takes it, that's your baseline of your relationship. Look how much abuse the American people are taking because of COVID. Look at how many rights we are giving up. How many things we just like, I don't know what to do, so I'm just going to go along. It's terrifying because that will be the baseline of our relationship with a, quote, ruler. Right. And now people saying that we can't get with our families for Thanksgiving and we can't have Christmas together. Um you know, to what point do we stand up and say, you can't tell me how to celebrate Thanksgiving with my family? You can't. What are you going to do? Get the National Guard in? You're going to bang down my doors because I have more than 10 people at my home? I'm not sure what it's going to take, Glenn, but when we see all of these peaceful protests, and I have not had a funeral for my husband's parents, at what point do we stand up and say, something's got to give here. Something's not right. We uh, support you and support your message and anything that we can do to help you on The Blaze or uh, in my program. And Stu, make sure that every program knows that she's uh, available. I hope you've talked to Mark Levin and Steven Crowder and everybody else. But uh, if not, we'll we'll do everything we can because your voice needs to be heard and you are much appreciated. Thank you, Glenn. I on behalf of my family, I appreciate you giving me a platform to tell my story. Thank you. You are welcome. Thank you, Janice Dean. She's awesome. I love Janice Dean. She's She's just the the best. best. She really is. If you follow her on Twitter, too, you'll get... Uh, she she tweets a lot of things, uh, stories that I miss all the time, at Janice Dean, about Cuomo and what's going on up there. She's been a consistent voice and is seemingly the only person who cares about holding him accountable for what he's done. And, and it's crucial that so it happens. What's so great is it's not somebody like us. You know what I mean? This yeah. is what we do for a living. So, you know, we bring these to you, but... You know, people can easily dismiss it. This is this is a wife uh, and uh, and a mom and somebody who lost two family members and still can't bury them. Yeah. And she's, you know, married to a firefighter who's a hero and uh, and who did not want, want her to talk about this for a long time. I mean, she 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 was willing to talk about it but he you know he didn't want to make a big deal about this it wasn't until cuomo started really getting to his excesses afterward that that he finally you know encouraged her to speak out and thankfully that happened because this guy will skate 
he will skate with the li- tens of thousands of lives that he's responsible for. He will skate with no responsibility because this media who is obsessed with him, I don't know if it's his last name or the fact that he coddled them during a different uh, difficult time because they all live in New York, whatever it is, they are they are determined to let him off the hook for what he's done. And remember, it was the Armenian genocide that Hitler had nothing to do with that taught him about the Holocaust. Hitler later said, if the Armenia, if the Turks can get uh, get rid of so many Armenians and do this and the world doesn't care, they're not going to give a damn about the Jews. Mm, uh, people learn from these things. What are we teaching other governors? What uh, what what possible role is Cuomo playing in the future that he's going to feel invincible on? This is a very, very dangerous time, dangerous time. And I'm glad we're in this together, quite honestly. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. All right. We're uh, running out of time to take advantage of Simply Safe's huge holiday sale. You can uh, keep your family and your property safe from intruders throughout the holiday season with 30% off any Simply Safe system. And you're going to get free security camera with it as well. So don't settle for anything else. Get Simply Safe, state of the art, easy to install, and the best of the best when it comes to home security. It won CNET's editor choice for home security, also named best home security of 2020 by U.S. News and World Report, as well as Forbes and Popular Mechanics. You can set it up in a half an hour, and you can get 30% off today. Simply Safe plus a free security camera. Go to simplysafebeck.com. The deal expires soon. It's simplysafebeck.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh, I just want to, you know, Bernie said that nobody he knows, nobody he knows is talking about defunding the police. Nobody. Here's a little montage for you to chew on. Nobody I know who's running for office talks about defunding the police. Many affluent suburb, suburbs have essentially already begun pursuing a defunding of the police. This movement is not new. This is about investment. I really consider it a refund. Defunding police means defunding police. We need to truly cut $1 billion in NYPD spending. We have this super aggressive police department. So yes, defund your butts. Not only do we need to disinvest, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. Two House Democrats unveiling a bill. It would take away federal resources from police departments across the nation. The Breathe Act is bold. It's meaningful. It's transformative. I am so proud to endorse Senator Bernie Sanders for president. <laughs> this is not just about running for president. I am endorsing yeah. Amal Bernie Sanders because he's not going to sell us out. Nobody I know who's running for office talks about defunding the police. Well, you know, if it was Biden, I would accept that because I would be like, he doesn't remember them. But Bernie Sanders clearly remembers all of the socialists around him. Um, let me uh, let me just show you while we're here on hypocrisy and lies. Uh, let me give you Biden on uh, the vaccine. Blaming Trump. Listen, will you get vaccinated? And if you're hesitant, why should any American have confidence in the vaccine? Well, first of all, um, uh, we'll see if that comes forward. 
And secondly, it's important that people who are in the greatest need get it. I wouldn't hesitate to get the vaccine. But I also want to set uh, um, an example. Uh, so will you and, get uh, it or not? Uh, go ahead. But I, I wouldn't hesitate to get the vaccine if, in fact, Dr. Dr. Fauci and these uh-huh. two organizations, whether it's Moderna or Pfizer, mm-hmm. who have been extremely responsible, conclude that it is, uh, it is safe and, uh, and, and able to be done. Mm-hmm. Look, the only reason people question the vaccine now is because of Donald Trump. No, uh, That's actually, the reason why no. People are questioning mm. the vaccine because all the things he says and doesn't say, whether it's is it truthful, is it not truthful, no. exaggerations. I think we're on a clear path now. Okay, that's now why people are questioning the vaccine. I don't know if you noticed this, uh, Stu, but I, I think I heard uh, pretty much everybody on the left during the campaign saying they would not take a vaccine. Because of uh, Donald Trump. Because of Donald Trump. As if Donald Trump was mixing it himself from well, household he ingredients. He was. Uh, and injecting into people. That's not how this works. It's yeah. always been public health officials, including, by the way, like you know, some of the leading people in the entire industry who mm-hmm. have outwardly said in multiple mm-hmm. interviews they mm-hmm. have had no political pressure, no interference from the, from the White House, no interference from the administration. And they mm-hmm. said if they did, they would resign immediately. And there's been no resignations Mm. here. Mm, That's weird. Mm. Uh, We have one more piece of audio. This is a a COVID advisor for Joe Biden um, promising all kinds of things uh, that I think science would say, yes, that's the way we do things. Uh, Here they are on the uh, coronavirus task force on how they're going to handle the vaccine. As you mentioned, I'm very focused on emphasizing the importance of equity in oh. all the work that we're doing, equity. as is the full advisory board. Um, our board is working very closely with the transition policy teams. We know communities of color especially have been very hard hit by the pandemic. And so to that point, the board is thinking about uh, how we optimize equity and efficiency across all of these areas. Mm. So whether that be in testing, in contact tracing, um, providing uh, supports as needed, such as food or housing, uh, doing quarantine and isolation, in access to the, to the treatments we see coming on board, and of course, uh, in vaccine distribution. Yeah. Okay. So um, I have no problem getting it to the people who need it, you know? I mean, if, if African Americans are indeed uh, more susceptible to it, as are older people, and apparently teachers, uh, then they should get it first. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Nurses, most- doctors, whoever whoever needs it. The problem here is the word equity. Mm-hmm. You know, that uh, that makes everybody a little nervous when you're talking about equity. How about the people who need it the most get it first? How about that one? How about Seems that one? sensible. You know, instead of saying, well, now, wait a minute. Your great, 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 great grandfather owned slaves, Joe Biden. So you can't get it. You're going to be last in line because... The Robinette family were slave owners. This is the they Glenn were? Beck program. Oh my gosh, they were. <laughs> <laughs>